Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Does this flower arrangement behind here just represent my mental illness or does it look okay? From here, it's amazing. It looks great. I okay. do want to show the picture with the ribbon. <laughs> but actually, no, from here, it looks amazing. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, shout out to World Market. Oh, just, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Is that your, like, jammer? I mean, anything that's on clearance that's like three ninety nine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in a nice bucket and make it look fierce. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel like you always find good things there, but it's like Home Goods in New York City. Mm -hmm. Everything has been so picked over that it's yes. not fair. Okay, little trick, little trick. Um, when you make friends at those stores and find out when their shipment dates are. Oh, okay. I love you, Ryan. Mm -hmm. I freaking mm -hmm. love you. Of course, you're besties with the people at uh, World Market, Home Goods, TJ, TJ Maxx, Costco. Yeah. When you're shipping oh, boo, yeah. okay. Uh -huh. uh, on that note, hey everyone, I'm Amber, and I'm Ryan, and this is Art Beauty: The Real Truth about the fake shits and the real deals. Real deals. <laughs> listen, you know, kindness and friendship go a long way. Yeah, they do. Well, you know what? I, I, I read a great thing. It was like, um, oh, it was something along the lines of gratitude is the most simple thing to do, yet makes such a difference in people's lives. It was said a little bit more eloquently than that, but that was the takeaway, right? It doesn't take yep. a lot to be kind. No. Um, and that you kindness know, will go a long way. And sometimes, personally, you need to do a, gra I like a gratitude list. Yeah. I texted you the other night. And was like, hey, oh, I know. thank you. <laughs> I, I love like, you. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> What's going on? Are you emotional? Hold on. Go on, What's go shopping on. on, go online and start shopping. What are you doing? Um, no, it's so funny. It's, it's, you know, it's true. I think that's, that's key. It, it's, you know, less stress, more happiness, positive. You've got to check in with the people you love and you have to really like be grateful for the things that you're grateful for. And remember, like, this is a, just a hard time of year. This is a hard time of year for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Um, yes. At, which is sad, right? It's supposed to be like the holidays and we're all supposed to be in great moods. Uh, but it, it's not always the case. So no, if you can it's take really that away not. and remember just, you know, a little kindness goes a long way. Um, I think that's... I think that's key. It's key. Uh, so... Our episode today, retinol, we've been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, but you know, I think a lot of people, it's like, we know what retinols are, kind of, right. um, but, but we wanted to get the expert on. So we got Dr. Gimmick back, who is just so knowledgeable about all things. Before we get into that, because I've talked to you, I use the um, SkinCeuticals, right? Uh, right? Isn't it, or is it the Skin... Skin Medica? Skin Medica, thank you. I use yeah. their, they, thank you. Um, and they have, their, they have a sensitive too. They do. Mm -hmm. Which is that what you're using? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -mm. No, you're not. You still haven't done it. No. Oh my gosh. We, I thought we agreed. <sighs> I, Ryan. I, 
I was waiting. I was waiting for the winter the season fully to change. And then well, I was going to dive in. So it has changed. I'm ready and I will do it. I promise I will start. And you have to be careful. So for me, when I do this, and I do it now every three days, and if you were to get up really close, you could see um, there will be, you're going to have peeling. I, I don't, of course. Of I know course. that people are like, it doesn't happen, but it's going to happen. It's not awful. But the one thing, I've tried everything, and I used to work for this company, not paid by them, not sponsored, um, pay full price for this, except that it was on sale when I got it. Um, Murad Hydrodynamic Quenching Essence. This serum is the only thing that works for me in the winter when mm -hmm. I'm doing um, when I'm doing retinols. It, there's something about it that just sinks right into my skin. It doesn't feel greasy and it's moisturizing. It keeps you moisturized for 24 hours. Yeah, this is just my go-to. What I also like about it too is that it doesn't give you that greasy feeling. Greasy, yeah. Right? Uh -huh. So as because sometimes what can happen, and I can use this in the morning and at night, um, Sometimes when you use something in the morning that's really emollient and really hydrating, your makeup will just go. <sighs> so right. this is well, really nice. Yeah. Shout out to a to an older episode guest who said, just if you can bake in between, slow it down. Right, right, right. right? Let it that's all simmer. Right. Yes. Let it all, you know, let it marinate for a yeah. minute in between steps. Well, full disclosure, I definitely... Don't you liked her. <laughs> oh my God, I loved Ariel, but now that I'm thinking about it, I need to remember now to do this with my um with my serum. Uh wait a minute. Um anyway, moving right along. Uh our guest today, Dr. Gimrick, who is going to tell us everything we need to know about retinols and also about starting them. Ryan, pay attention. I will. I promise. I will start them. I promise. Okay, so Dr. Gimrick, we just want to get right into retinol because we've had you on before and we've talked so much about retinol, retinol for rejuvenation, retinol for things that we can be doing um, to, to undo sun damage. So what exactly is retinol? Well, let me start, if it's okay, by talking about what a retinoid is. Sure. People talk about retinoid. So retinoid is the umbrella term that covers retinols and all transretinoic acid, which is tretinoin, retin-A, these prescription items. So when people say, I'm using a retinoid, who knows what they're using? They could be using a retinol or they could be using a, a retinoic acid, which is a prescription item. So what's interesting is that retinols have to be converted by your skin by an oxidation process to retinaldehyde, and then they have to be converted to retinoic acid. So the ultimate endpoint is retinoic acid, which is tretinoin or retin-A. Okay. But retinols have to be converted, so they're a little bit milder. Mm -hmm. And because they have to be converted, they don't get converted all the way, so they are a little bit gentler on the skin. So they have less irritation, but they do provide anti-aging benefits. So at the end of the day is, um, so we know that the prescriptions, that is straight retinoic acid. We're at, you Got know, it. we're where we're, we're want to be. But with the over-the-counter products that have retinols in them, I mean, are, does it mean that they're not going to work? Or at the end of the day, is everything going to eventually turn into a retinoic acid? It just might take a little bit longer. 
Yes, and providing that they're processed correctly, which is just a caveat I make about all skincare products that are over the counter. You know, the only ones as a scientist, as an MD, that I can really evaluate for you with any real scientific integrity are the ones that have double-blind placebo-controlled studies that are published in our journals. Of course, all of these skincare products do not have that. But what I can say is that if the retinol is processed correctly, and put in an ultraviolet um, proof container. So usually there are metal tubes, things that ultraviolet light can't get to because they're degraded by ultraviolet light, which is why you should always use your retinols or retin-A's at nighttime because sunlight will inactivate them even on your face. Wow, um, okay. But yeah, so, but they, if providing that's all done, but yes, the, the retinol, depending on the strength of the retinol, it should be converted to retinoic acid in the skin and studies have shown in studies in our journals that have compared retinol to retinoic acid, which is Retin-A, have shown that they do provide anti-aging benefits and they have less irritation. So it's worth using a retinol, particularly if you feel that your skin can't tolerate a retinoic acid from the beginning. And you can build up from using a retinol to using straight retinoic acid over time. So what about the products that you can get at the drugstore that claim to have retinol in them, but come in a jar with like an open, you know, that you can dip your hand in? Is that basically, you're going to start having breakdown from the first time you use it, correct? I really think that you will. And I probably Mm. would not pick a product that has that. I would definitely look for something that's in something with a pump top. So it's completely sealed Mm -hmm. or a product that is in a tube so that it's protected by light and only a small amount can get oxidized. Can you please name your top favorite products with, you know, retinol? Retinol, yes. So I like a SkinCeuticals product with 0.5% retinol. Yep. I think SkinCeuticals is a good, you know, it's a good product line. They've mm-hmm. done a lot of testing and studies. And again, as a dermatologist, if I ask them for their data, they will provide me with data that shows that it's an efficacious product that there's actually what they say is in it is actually in it. Mm. The other product line I'm really liking a lot, and I have, by the way, no interest in any of these product lines. I don't consult for anybody. I make no money off of any product lines. So this is really just my unbiased opinion is something called Skin Better. Skin Better makes a product which is an alpha ret overnight cream. And actually it's a retinol that they did a study that was published in um, the Journal, I think, of Cosmetic Dermatology. And it showed that it was equivalent to a 0.25% retinoic acid. So this product had less irritation and actually provided the same results. And that's the only study that I have seen. Of course, it was a company-driven study, Mm -hmm. um, but it was the only result that I've ever seen where a retinol and a retinoic acid were actually equivalent in terms of efficacy. Wow. Okay. Okay. So those are your top two. You know, you mentioned you mentioned irritation, and I, I do want to touch on that because I've told Ryan before when I got him started on retinols. I mean, it's going to you're forcing exfoliation of the skin. There's going to be some irritation. How can we manage that? Is it possible to avoid it? Yes, absolutely. And I think everyone can wind up working, working out to be able to use a retinol. A lot of people say they can't tolerate it. I think they're not starting from the right place. Right. First off, if you have irritation of your skin, don't use it at that point in time. And I know that sounds like a common sense type of thing, but you'd be surprised. People, when they're irritated and when they have rosacea outbreaks or flares or eczema on their face, 
they're like, oh, I want my skin to look better. Everyone says that retinols will work. So of course now they're putting a retinol on broken skin. So that's a basic thing, but don't ever use it when your skin is not already feeling like it's normal and it's not broken or irritated. Secondly, always use it on dry skin. So when you wash your face at night, make sure you pat your face dry and give it about five minutes to air dry before you're putting on the retinol or retin retinoic acid. Then take a pea size amount. Yes, it is enough. It is enough. Just a pea size for your whole face. Maybe a generous pea, okay? If you have a bigger face, generous pea, but not more than that. You're right on that though. I mean, one, because I use the, the Skin Medica and it's one pump and you know being who I am I want to do more but really one and then if you just kind of dot the areas of your face and yeah. sort of start to rub it in you're gonna be good why is it so important because I didn't know this when I first started and then I found it out why is it so important to do on a dry face when the moisture is in the skin, the skin can penetrate, it can penetrate differently. When these products are tested, they're tested on dry skin. They're not tested on moist or wet skin. And so that can increase or change the penetration of the retinol mm -hmm. and cause more irritation, particularly of the vehicle. So sometimes it's not even the retinol itself that does it. It's actually the alcohols and other things that the retinol is processed with, which can cause dryness or irritation of the skin. Now, I recently read a little tip, and uh, maybe you can back it up or maybe you disagree. I know I recently read to put eye cream on first just to create a barrier around your eyes so that you don't overextend into that area. Do, what do you, how do you feel about that? Because if you, if you do I, you overextend, know, then you have the eye cream mixed in. So from yeah. what you just said, it kind of, it's not no bueno. What do you, how do you feel? Yeah. I mean, my feeling really is that if you don't want to have any retinoic acid there, I think that's absolutely fine. You can put the eye cream first. It will provide a barrier. But if you wanted to get a little bit of a benefit, yes, you're not supposed to put it into the eye. But if you put it just whatever's left over on your fingers after an amber, perfect application. That's what I tell everybody. Little bit, dot, and then rub it in. Mm -hmm. um, and whatever's left on your finger, you're just going to put whatever's left tiniest little coating right up into the eye area because that skin can benefit too. Okay. Um, and then you can put the eye cream on top of that if you want to, but I would give it at least five or 10 minutes before you put any other product on top of a Retin-A or a Retinol. And I, I don't know, I, I feel like no matter what, and maybe I'm not doing it right, but no matter what, when I start a Retinol cycle again, there's going to be some peeling. There's going to be some, but it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be it shouldn't make you want to not continue with it, but just expect, you know, and then I will do it once every three days and then, or maybe sometimes even once every four days and Perfect. then do it once every three, you know, for a couple of weeks and then once every two. And eventually you can get to doing it almost every day, but you definitely need to build it up. A hundred percent. And I really think that that's one of the problems. People want to be better yesterday. They start yeah. using it not only once a day, some people are using it twice a day. You're like, oh my goodness, start every three or four days and then increase. It's a marathon, not a sprint with this one. I mean, this is really going to build collagen over time. You won't even see results for eight to 12 weeks. So please don't quit. Don't give up. I mean, it takes this time to grow collagen. You cannot rush the biology, but to your point with the dryness, Part of the way this works is by taking away the dead skin cells, which gives you that glow, and also increasing cell turnover right. so that new cells are formed. So you're kind of going to expect that, and you can do it very, very gradually where it's not interfering with your makeup or the way you look, or you, know, or you could do it a little bit faster, 
but you will have to suffer through a little bit of irritation there. So when we are doing this, um, what about things like exfoliating? Should we be exfoliating with maybe uh, a chemical? Well, that is the chemical exfoliator, but should we be doing something with like a manual exfoliation if we start to notice the peeling and the dryness? If you're not red or raw underneath. So if mm. you're just dry skin, but your skin feels okay, Absolutely. By all means, gentle exfoliation. In this case, I really would recommend manual exfoliation as opposed to chemical exfoliation. Right. So just a gentle, literally a gentle washcloth. I mean, believe it or not, a paper towel is a great thing to exfoliate with. You take a regular hefty paper towel and you dampen it with water and just gently kind of with, a, with your cleanser go around. You'd be surprised. It exfoliates beautifully and you have a yeah. clean one every time. You just keep it there in your, next to your sink. And it's yeah. one of these great little things that I recommend. I love that. And then what about, I mean, well, not what about, we absolutely need to be using sunscreen if we're doing this, correct? Yes. So retinols are inactivated by sunlight and they also make your skin more sensitive because they're taking off that top dead skin layer. So, and also there's no point. Why are you struggling with all this retinol stuff if you're just going to go out in the sun anyway? <laughs> so please wear the sunscreen, but you will also burn more quickly and get more sun damage if you are having exposure on skin that is now fresh, new, and has the top dead skin layer off. And one last thing, what about using moisturizer on top of the retinol or, you know, or your retin-A? Yep. I think that if you are trying to use it to really counteract something that's really, really irritated, you should probably just switch your retinol product or decrease the how many times a week you're using it first. But if you feel that you're on your retin-A or your retinol and it's environment changes. So people may be perfectly fine in the spring and summer and then winter comes and they feel that it's very dry in their environment. And all of a sudden their same product is causing them to be dry. Just wait 10 minutes after you use it, let it soak in completely, and then you can go ahead and put your moisturizer on. I would caution you against layering multiple different therapeutic products on top because the stability of retinol is really, you know, it's very marginally stable even in these products. So you don't want to inactivate your active ingredients by layering on too many things. Awesome. And uh, is there anything else that you have, any other words for advice for, for really using retinols and retinoids correctly? Um, really, I think you know, pregnancy and breastfeeding, unfortunately, they really haven't been studied. So I would use caution if someone is pregnant or breastfeeding um, because vitamin A is, is troublesome when you are pregnant, if you have too much of it. Other than that, really, there's no other, everyone should be able to, if you find the right formulation, use a retinol and they are really very effective. The one last thing I would say is there is something newer on the market that I actually just found out about recently, um, which makes me laugh because it was part of Ayurvedic and Chinese traditional medicine. So clearly it's been around a long time. It's a plant extract called Bacuchinol. And bacuchinol is actually Bacuchina? not a retinol. Bacuchinol? Bacuchinol. B-A-K-U-C-H-I-O-L. Okay. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. I'm sure um, you are. Basically, there is, um, there, it binds to the same retinoic acid receptors, though it is not a, actually a retinol. And it can be, supposedly can be used in pregnancy and in uh, patients who are, you know, are pregnant because it doesn't increase the vitamin A levels. But it does, because it binds to the same receptors, it has the same effectiveness, and it is much milder. 
so irritation has been much uh, decreased. So if you really can't tolerate a retinol, you might look for something with bacuchinol in it. And I did find one product, though I haven't tested it myself, by a Clarity MD Clarifying Serum, which is widely available and has gotten very good reviews. Wow. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Gimrick. I really am glad that we got to address this about the retinoids. I kept saying retinoids and retinols, but, but about retinoids as uh, the umbrella um, and that we should all be doing this. If people want to come in and see you, where do they go? How can they get in touch with you? Union Square Laser Dermatology. We're located right on Union Square West. You can get us uh, through our email. It is um, actually through our website at unionderm.com mm -hmm. and our telephone number is 212-366-5400. Thank you so much. And of course, if you have any more questions that you want to ask us, we can also pass them along to Dr. Gimrick. You can always reach out to us at hello at artbeautypodcast.com and find us on Facebook and Instagram at artbeautypodcast. And when we're going to see everybody next, sorry, when are we going to see everybody, Ryan? <laughs> As always, we're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Gimmer. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.